Welcome to the Unfair Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to this keynote discussion on how can central banks innovate in the digital age. It's my great pleasure to welcome Zhao Shen Zhang, Principal Manager with Amazon Web Services. In this role, he brings digital solutions to the public sector, financial and multilateral institutions, and helps them achieve their missions of sustainable development and economic inclusion across Canada, Latin America and the Caribbean and across the world. Previously to this, he's built strong collaborations with government agencies, multinational organizations and financial institutions through work with the World Bank, the UN, Inter-American Development Bank, as well as FinTech for Good, which is where I had the pleasure of first meeting Zhao Chen, and many, many other platforms in the last 20 years. So thank you so much, Zhao Chen. I would like to firstly hand over to you um, to lead this presentation. Thank you, Kitian, and uh, thank you, everyone, and uh, welcome to the to the symposium. And uh, uh, it's, it's my great pleasure to just, uh, you know, share uh, some of the work that's uh, we have been doing in, in, in the uh, past two or three years in helping central banks uh, um, to just uh, take on their innovation journey. And my name is Xiaochen Zhang, and I'm with uh, AWS. And uh, it's very clear that um, we are in a very interesting time where that's uh, emerging technologies uh, are entering into you know everyone's life and uh, that is changing the business and also just impact uh, the uh, financial sector including our public sector financial ins- institutions such as the central banks and uh, central banks uh, as of now that uh, worldwide taking on innovation in a different way and uh, as of April uh, 13th this year, um, the Greening Financial uh, Greening uh, Financial System Network now consists of more than a hundred members and 18 observers. And that's uh, is uh, uh, you know the network is trying to address uh, the bigger risk from you know climate change and more and more central bank and monetary authority are just uh, participating in the network that shows um, the the desire from the central banks and monetary authority to address the new new risk arised from the system and uh, 87 countries uh, representing over 90 percent of uh, Global GDP are exploring uh, central bank digital currency, and this number was only 35 countries um, in 2020 uh, in May. And uh, another very interesting data point is, uh, you know, around 80% of central banks are discussing the topic of big big data formally uh, with uh, their institution and up from 30% in 2015, according to a BIS survey. So as you can see that uh, central banks worldwide are really developing their new innovating innovation strategy, where that's uh, we categorize in, in three baskets and they are working on managing the new risks. And they also are uh, working to just managing the assets uh, in a different way. And thirdly, that they are just, you know, coming up with a new strategy to uh, managing data. So from the, you know, risk side, that's, you know, that's just to take a, a closer look as, uh, 
you know, how central banks are, are really addressing climate-related risks and uh, what, uh, you know, they are doing now and what are the challenges when they are trying to um, managing the risk. And as of now, we observed three broader category of actions taken by central banks and they are helping the country to implement the decarbonization strategy and then they help financial institutions and also the you know portfolio companies or assets under management to just managing physical and transition risks they're also implementing ESG investing for 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 the you know portfolio under the managed by the reserve manager of the central banks and also started working with the financial institutions to introduce new green finance instruments such as the green bonds, climate aligned finance and many other instruments. And it's very clear that it's a big goal and it's a very new to the central banks community. And of course, that's when you have this new mandate or new desire to to just impact the the, the whole uh, economy and where new tools are really important where that's uh, many times we see that uh, um, central banks community are looking for new new tools to manage climate physical transition risk and also they need to just have new tools to understand the whole value chain where that the greenhouse gas is is generated and how through tokenization, through you know different type of um, uh, new 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 innovation, which can reduce cost and improve um, effectiveness in carrying out the green finance instruments. And uh, another uh, very interesting innovation which central banks are taking is around the digital asset and central bank digital currency. And as of now, that's uh, many central banks. Uh, you know, as earlier I shared the data are exploring or even you know piloting deploying central bank digital currency and uh, uh, this number is just uh, you know increasing uh, on a daily basis and uh, many of the central banks also started to just uh, develop and deploy of new digital assets and uh, the you know it's very clear that uh, um, from 2015 till now that uh, privately um, issued the uh, digital assets uh, have reached uh, a market cap over three trillion dollar, according to the White uh, White House um, executive order, and uh, from the um, many of them, uh, the, the the central banks and also the public sector financial institutions are tasked by the by the government uh, to really you know understand two things. One is that uh, how to leverage digital assets as a new tool to just uh, add liquidity to the asset under management, then to just, uh, you know, also contribute to the bigger uh, economic development goal set by the country. And on the other hand, uh, digital assets, uh, you know, has becoming a very important asset class and where that's a generate new risk and also the new type of uh, um uh, interactions or relationship, which uh, you know may challenge the existing framework, and uh, for the you know uh, 
uh, how to just uh, you know for central banks enforcing regulations and monitor for illicit uh, activities that's not only important for the central banks but also important for the tax agency for you know the irs or the the tax so so many as sec or security regulator etc so we are, you know, for many of uh, the government agencies who are impacted or want to just embracing digital asset, then they need to have new tools and solutions which can help them to fully engage in the digital asset and the CBDC space, both as a creator and as a regulator. And the third uh, very important part within their innovation strategy is around managing data and uh, this is not only important uh, for central banks and uh, this becoming data-driven business uh, is becoming a very important uh, phenomenon in the you know digital uh, digital age or digital era where that's uh, many of the financial institutions started to leveraging data to just create new insights and also um, accelerate their innovation process. And as a regulator and also uh, overseeing the monetary policy and central banks need to also you know, manage, uh, access, analyze and act on the data that's, you know, they are, um, they, they, they see down. And uh, many times we see three category of, of um, potential innovation which can help central banks. One is through migrating their data from the traditional infrastructure to the cloud. So to leverage cloud's uh, capability to, um, uh, to, to, to uh, and, and, and form new solutions um, uh, to address the scalability, uh, resilience, and the security related issues around the data. And the second piece is uh, really, you know, to break breaking down silos so that uh, the data can be put to work effectively across database, data lakes, and uh, make data analytics and machine learning service possible. And the third important piece of that is uh, data can just generate new, new insights and also help them to deliver new services where that will leverage uh, machine learning and uh, advanced data analytics uh, related tools and where that central banks can really manage and system, make a smart decision uh, uh, real time. So as you can see, these are the two, three broad, broad very broad category of innovation that we have observed in, in, in the recent years where the central banks are trying to leverage emerging technology um, to advance their innovation agenda. So this is, uh, you know, um, on one side, that's, uh, this is impacted by their mandate, by the policy goals, and also by the changing or the dis market disruption that they're facing. And of course, that's uh, um, while another precondition is that it's also by the emergence and also the uh, further deployment of the new technologies, uh, such as uh, Internet of Things, machine learning, artificial intelligence, uh, VR, AR, and the blockchain. So all of them can just uh, uh, run on a cloud infrastructure to make uh, the most, uh, to realize its true potential, where that's uh, the innovation challenge which identified by the central banks that can 
later be addressed by you know the solutions which are enabled you know by this new technology to create new new innovation solutions so this is the you know the one diagram that i want to show the relationship that how the uh, solutions are created um, leveraging um, emerging technology so as AWS and we have been working with the central banks, uh, you know, on a daily basis and listening to their policy goals and uh, helping, helping them to understand, you know, what the solutions, what technologies might be available for them to just uh, enable their um, uh, bigger goals and also support them in capacity development. And if they are ready to just build the solutions and we provide, uh, you know, services are in you know, reference architectures so then they can build fast uh, with the scale, with the security and with the resiliency. And here I listed, you know, four different type of uh, uh, services that we have been offering to central banks. And we have heard a lot that central banks are, you know, running new, new, new technology, but, you know, with legacy, uh, 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 capacity and uh, where that's uh, through the training program, we can help uh, them to upscale their IT staff and also bring the right uh, solution, bring the right knowledge to their business folks as well. And through the, you know, um, building pillar and where we can help them to just uh, uh, feel fast and su succeed fast through, you know, working backwards uh, innovation approach that uh, uh, AWS and Amazon have been used for many years. And uh, then uh, if they want to leverage a broader uh, e uh, innovation ecosystem and where that can we can uh, offer AWS Activate and many of our innovation and startup supporting offers and helping them to come up with the right challenge and design the right process, provide the right incentive so that the builders in a broader ecosystem can contribute into their solutioning process. And the lastly, that if they are, um, you know, running large scale, um, uh, infrastructure and where that we can leverage AWS well architected framework to support them to continue to in, uh, um, integrate and also continue to deliver results. So those are the key, um, innovation service that we have been using, uh, supporting, you know, all the three core um, uh, actions that uh, central banks have been taking in managing their you know, risk, in managing the assets, and also in managing uh, the data. So with that, thank you very much, and I'm looking forward to the conversation with uh, KTM. Thank you so much, Xiao Shen. That's such a useful overview. Um, I think we often become siloed and, you know, focus on only one singular aspect of innovation, and we forget about this big, excellent picture that you've addressed so it's really valuable to see it all together in this in this way i just want to invite listeners to uh, run the run the poll and, and vote so we've we've got one it should be in the chat box it says uh, in the immediate term which is the most pressing central bank innovation and we're taking Zhao shen's three main um, points here you've got managing climate risks uh, creating and managing digital assets new digital assets and managing big data. So please do vote and, and let us know your thoughts on that. So Zhaoshan, I want to just uh, look first at the, the first point you mentioned, the managing climate risks. I think 
Um, this has become really important for central banks, as you said. Um, we cover green finance a lot in OMFIF, and, and central banks are increasingly, you know, widening their scope in their mandates, adjusting their operating frameworks to reflect climate climate related risks. And you know, financial risks are arising from climate change, physical and transitional risks, and I think it's becoming more mainstream that this should be part of traditional categories. But I would just love to understand a bit more, you know, how how is AWS um, working with central banks to fulfill their green finance agenda, which is very broad. Yes, absolutely. And uh, from the green finance side, again, let's just look at what challenge they are facing. And then we can look at, you know, how we are helping them. And uh, number one is around data. We take uh, ESG investing as example, where that many of central banks reserve managers trying to implement a broader ESG investing strategy, where that's, uh, you know, uh, for, for the ESG uh, related uh, work that you do need a uh, um, to, to have access to the right data. And many times that data are, you know, coming to, to them with different form. Then they need to process, they need to clean up the data. And also, you know, by the end of the day, that's, uh, you know, reserve ma- managers are really driven by, by the, you know, score and also other tools. And then they can just understand the performance of their portfolio. So then they need to have the right machine learning model to just have the ESG scorecard to help them to understand the performance. And of course, you need the visualization piece where that's and then they finally and using that to share best practice and also share across the different functions and to see the performance and also the result of that. So from all the process, you can see data is in the center of ESG investing and where that's then they face a lot of challenge, you know, from access to manage, claim to just, you know, create smart models and also to just give visualizations where that AWS have, you know, created um end-to-end ESG investing solution and uh, address all the four pillars of this. And from the, you know, climate uh, risk management, that's uh, we have, you know, built, uh, help to build uh, uh, open data, uh, common platforms uh, where that's, uh, you know, central banks, financial institutions can leverage the, you know, global data commons to just uh, uh, create the right risk models with the, you know, long time horizon climate data, which many t- times that's, you know, they don't own. And uh, so one good example is our work with OS Climate. And uh, feel free to check out, uh, you know, their work. And uh, the last piece around decarbonization, where that's, uh, you know, central banks um, need to just, uh, you know, help the financial institution to report their GHG emission and also to, you know, bring, bring, bring the right uh, solution, right uh, in- incentive to the financial institutions where that uh, they need a platform to, again, informing the, the decision making, leveraging existing tools and where we, we have uh, an offer as the carbon lake helping, you know, um, central bank and other actors uh, to really uh, leveraging all the emerging technologies uh, to just uh, create the decarbonization related scenarios, then they know what action they should take. Yeah, no, that's that's excellent. I wanted to just hone in on those tools that you just mentioned. Um, lots of different technologies out there. You've got AI, Internet of Things, blockchain. 
Um, and obviously with ESG, the importance of measurement and disclosure, as you've already mentioned, is crucial. So if you could just explain a little bit more how all these technologies work together and give some examples. And also we have a question already come in from um, IBM um, who's asking how should how should central banks, you know, address tech ethics when it comes to these kind of solutions? Talking about AI and distributed ledger. So if you have thoughts on that as well, that would be interesting to add. Yeah, sure. And uh, this emerging technology really just uh, playing different roles and where that's, uh, you know, addressing different challenges central banks are facing. Um, from the IoT side, where that's, uh, you know, the, we always in the data, you know, community, we all say garbage in, garbage out. So if you cannot, uh, you know, control the, you know, what data you are going to be, uh, you are going to collect, and also just make sure they, 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 they are, you know, authentic and then the real, real, real data from the real time. And then potentially your model and the later process will be impact. So IoT technology can really, you know, play that role where that's uh, to collect the, the right data from, from, uh, really the field. And, uh, then blockchain play a very important role here. That's, uh, you know, all those data can be just, uh, uh, recorded on a blockchain, so make sure that um, it's a tamper-proof and also uh, traceability-related um, solution is being implemented, so then you can trace back uh, who have done what and, and uh, with, you know, nobody can impact or, or tamper the data. And then when you have all this data that uh, you can just, uh, you know, bring that to the AI machine learning models where that you can ge generate uh, big data-related uh, Insights help you to understand what are the uh, what risks may emerge in the future, and also what kind of insight you can get out of that. And of course, that's uh, many times that uh, you know central banks, uh, financial regulators uh, are also you know having a big role, big increasing role in the digital world, where that's many times that digital world is uh, you know the individuals, the companies. Uh, or access to digital world through VR, AR devices. And where that's, you know, that's a good example is, you know, metaverse. If in the future that's, you know, a lot of the financial institutions is going to offer, you know, digital asset and NFT and many other, you know, digital services in the in that space. And where that's, you know, central banks and regulators need to just also have access and, you know, to, to make sure that's uh, um, the, 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 you know, in the digital world, that uh, the, the rules and the regulations can be properly implemented. As you can see, that's, uh, you know, they, the different uh, emerging technologies really play a different role when they just, uh, you know, enforcing the policy and also to just uh, um, support their policy goals. Yeah. Yep. And certainly. Uh, from the, 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 the ethic part that's, uh, you know, one work that I want to mention is that, you know, uh, our AI team just, uh, you know, um, launched a, 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 a responsible use, design and use of AI framework and which has, you know, seven pillars and happy to share with this colleague from IBM after, you know, the session and of our seven pillars, how to leverage, you know, AI machine learning in a responsible way. And then we definitely working with many of the customers and then helping them to just address the, the, the AI ethic related problems. Yeah. 
Yeah, please do. And we can also um, put it in the chat after um, for our friend from IBM. It's an excellent question. What about then, what, what do the policymakers need to address? Because clearly the technology can solve a lot of challenges, but it can't solve everything. You know, the public sector need to coordinate. They need to ensure some level of consistency. So what do they need to do now on the ESG front to help leverage your, you know, what AWS is doing and others? Yeah, I think, you know, um, central bank policymaker really have a, a huge role to play. By the end of the day, all the technology are really here to support what, you know, central bank and policymakers are trying to achieve. So number one is, you know, around the, the goal setting. So for the goal setting and uh, the ambition and uh, a lot of time that's, you know, have to coming from the, the, the regulators, central banks and, and uh, that mandate, I think, uh, you know, many times we see that is the regulators asking the private sector to take action. So if, you know, the regulator want to have a bigger ambition, that have, have to down, you know, from, from regulation side. The second piece is, you know, um, to engage private sector because many times, uh, uh, you know, the solution may, may from the private sector. The problem is owned by the public sector. And where that's, uh, you know, how to just open that to resources, inviting, um, you know, private sector technology providers, uh, you know, um, and also knowledge partners to enter into the space and helping, you know, central bank and, uh, and, and the policymakers to figure out what technology, what solution are available can just, you know, solve the mission, you know, art of possible. So address those issues, then they can focus on the policy related issue. And the third piece is really around the, you know, collaboration and where that's many times that, you know, private sector may just focusing on their own business model and market share and all that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, if, in, in many times you can see that uh, public pol- uh, policymaker and central bank are really just uh, are sitting on much uh, large scale problems where they do need a collaboration from all, all sectors, uh, all players, where that's, you know, to design the right process to foster collaboration is also very uh, important or the key to success. Yeah. And Zhaoshan, we've had some interesting uh, poll results back, actually. Um, so 13% of people listening think uh, managing climate is the most immediate risk. 81% think creating and managing new digital assets like CBDCs is the most important. And only 6% say managing big data. So I think we should talk a bit about uh, CBDCs. So I think at the moment, you know, a lot of the literature in the past has been focused, in, focused on uh, DLT versus non-DLT and conventional databases. What technical choices do you see as significant and as why? Yeah, so from the, you know, uh, that's, uh, uh, I want to mention a report that we have just, uh, you know, released uh, last month together with Oliver Wyman, and uh, it's, uh, you know, Retail CBDC from Vision to Design, which listed, uh, you know, basically CBDC, you know, from beginning is a, a policy trade-off, where that's uh, central banks need to make that trade-off, what policy goals, motivations that they choose as CBDC to deliver, and that's, uh, you know, when they have the, the policy trade-off uh, be 
been, you know, decide is they make decision on the policy side, and then the design have to support the policy. Design cannot really just sit by itself. Say that's a, make a decision. We choose the DLT or we choose the centralized database. And all that decision is really heavily rely on what policy goes. So that's, you know, a policy trade-off that they have, you know, agreed on. And if they want privacy and or if they want to, you know, have users to have more control or if they want to have just the, the, um, the intermediaries to play a bigger role or if they want to incentivize innovation from the fintech. And all of them, you know, this policy objective will result in different uh, design options where that uh, you may leverage different uh, identity, a different uh, CBDC management system, or even different infrastructure. And uh, so, yeah, one clear uh, message in the report is that, you know, when you choose your 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 policy you choose your technology it also just uh, create a new market uh, uh, competitive dynamic in the market where that you also want to bring that uh, feedback in your design and that give you a full loop where that you can just improve it that's a really important point um obviously so any any of the design choices that central banks make are going to affect fair competition and you know they need to balance promotion of innovation with that especially when it comes to user data and transaction data. And we actually did have a, a question um, on that, basically saying, you know, uh, does having a central bank act in this space as a creator and a regulator, you know, how does this tilt the, the playing field? Um, do you want any, any extra thoughts to add on that, seeing as it's coming up a bit from uh, the attendees? Yeah, and I think uh, that is a question, you know, in the future sessions, many speakers will discuss, including, you know, my colleague, Tracy, who will speak uh, in a stable call session. She will also mention about, because uh, we only have one minute, or, or, no. I so I want to just mention, you know. Shen, apparently. I think we're okay for a minute. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, so uh, another, you know, opportunities that uh, we can we can also just um, I I will just uh, you know send some some comments uh, you know from the chat later. But I also want to mention that uh, on May the nineteenth we have a, a CBDC event, and uh, so that's uh, you know that question actually is uh, one of core questions we are going to address in that webinar. And feel free to to check it out and 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 from my LinkedIn and I post there. Feel free to. Join, yeah. Thanks so much, Zhao Shen. Um, yes, we are out of time, sadly. Uh, we could have carried on discussing this for another half an hour, Zhao Shen, as usual. Um, but just to let everyone know, we now have a networking break that will last about 45 minutes. Uh, do you swap card to go and explore the exhibition stands? You can go to AWS as one. I'm sure we can find the paper there. Um, Oliver Wyman's also um, an exhibitor ex here, so the paper will also be there, as well as others to explore. And the next panel will be uh, retail, CBDC and emerging markets starting at 3 UK time. Thanks, everyone. And Jiaoshan, always a pleasure. Thank you so much for your, your wisdom and eloquence on this topic. Thank you, Kitian. And always, uh, yeah, I really enjoy this conversation. Looking forward to continue, continue this exciting topic. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the OMFIF podcast.